morning we're discussing the um, right. The, we came off of the Mishnah. We discussed it was Machlekes. What is R? When the Mishnah starts off and says R la Arba Asar, what does R mean? Rabbi Huna said it means Negi. Rabbi Yehuda then says it means Leili. And we had thought that that's a Machlekes. Is R does R mean day or does R mean night? So Meisve, we start three lines, uh, th- third to last word on Beis Amid Beis. Meisve, Mar Zutra. Mar Zutra asked the following question. This is from a um, <clears throat> this is from a, a Gemara that we have in Crisos. Hamapelas. There's a little insight into what Crisos is about. Um, so let's say a woman gives birth. Okay, so the halacha is if a woman gives birth, let's say to a girl. Right, so it says in the Torah that 14 days is Dam Toma, that if she sees blood, it's Tame. Also, the fact that she gave birth requires her to bring a carbon at the end of her, what's called Yemei Tahara. So she has 14 days of Dam Toma, 66 days of, for a Nekeva, 66 days of Dam Tahara. Okay, so if she sees Dam during that time, that's Dam Tahara. At the end of 80 days, comes the 81st day, she has to bring a carbon for giving birth. Uh, 80 days before. Now, what happens if a woman miscarries again? She gets, she gets pregnant again, she miscarries in between those 66 days. So, uh, the, it's brought down that you only have to bring one carbon, even though she essentially had two pregnancies, bringing a carbon per pregnancy, since she had a baby, so she has a carbon, she miscarries again, she's only going to have to bring one carbon after, if it happens within those uh, 80, first 80 days. So now, Hamapeles, so she miscarries. What happens if she miscarries after the 80 days are up, but it's the night of the 81st day? What does that mean? Meaning you don't bring a carbon until daytime. So you have kind of this space in between where you can't bring a carbon, right? You can't bring a carbon because it's not daytime. And um, you, uh, so you couldn't have brought your first carbon but yet you're past your 80 days, which is when we would say that within the 80 days is when you could bring one carbon for two pregnancies. So now, so we have a machlokes beishamai and beishelol. Beishamai poitrin mi carbon. Beishamai says you don't have to bring a second carbon. That we can still poitrin means from the second carbon, right? You of course are going to have to bring one because of the pregnancy, that, uh, the baby that was born 80 days uh, earlier. Beis Hol says, no, that since your 80 days ended, you have to bring a second carbon. So Amr Lahem Beis Hol Beis Hol says to Beis how could you say you don't have to bring a second carbon? It should make no difference once we're past the 80 days, if it's the 81st day in the daytime versus the Or Shmeinim, and that's where we're going to bring a Raya from, which means the 81st day at nighttime, the beginning of the 81st day, Im Shivua Lailo Toma. If we made it equal for Toma, okay, meaning what we're saying is, Lo Yishvala the Karban, that once she sees Dom, right, for sure, if she sees Dom after the 80 days are up, she sees Dom the night of the 81st day, that's going to be Dom Tome, no longer Dom Tahara. Right, her 66 days of Dam Tahara are over, her 80 days are over, therefore that's for sure going to be Dam Tami. So we see that this period of 80 days ended. If the period of 80 days ended, okay, so Beisol is saying to Beishamai, if the period of 80 days ended, then your Zman for your first, your first session ended, and therefore, of course, you would have to bring a second carbon. 
So now, but what do we see from here? And, and Beishamai, the Gemara increases, goes back to what Beishamai answers, that we didn't have his manchi of carbon, so therefore we're still going to consider it one time, because until I could bring my carbon, then fine. Either way, but what do we see from here? From the fact that Beishel said to Beishamai, we see clearly, Okay, so we see clearly that R means night. Okay, that's our third indisputable raya. Here comes a couple more. Mesve. Okay, yachal yie nechal or lishlishi. So here we're going to talk about carbonus. So we go from dam nido to carbonus. Yachal yehe nechal or lishlishi. So we're going, to, we're going to discuss and contrast two different carbonus over here. It's shlamim and taida. So a carbon taida could be eaten for one day. So let's say you bring your carbon taida Sunday morning. So you could eat it Sunday, you could eat it Sunday night, Monday morning it has to be burnt. Okay? A shlamin could be eaten for two days. So you bring it Sunday morning, you, you uh, can eat it Sunday, you can eat it Sunday night, you can eat it Monday. Okay? Now, it doesn't get burned until Tuesday morning. So the question is, what about Monday night? All right? So the Gemara says, Yachol mesve, Yachol yen nechal or lishlishi. One might think that you could eat your carbon shlamim Monday night, or lishlishi, right? The second night, vidinhu, and I could learn this from zivachim, from the carbon taida. Why? Because zivachim nechal and liyay mechad, that a carbon taida, zivachim, is eaten for one day. Vishlamim and the carbon shlamim nechal and lishnam is for two days. Ma'la halon, laila achar hayoim, just like by taida, you bring it Sunday morning, you eat it Sunday morning and Sunday night, you burn it Monday morning. Afkan, so too by Shlamim, we should say you bring it Sunday morning, you eat it Sunday morning, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Monday morning, Monday night, and burn it Tuesday morning. Afkan, Laila, Acharayim. So that's what I would think. Basically, I would think that just like I eat my carbon taida the, uh, the night before I have to burn it, so too I would eat my carbon Shlamim the night before I'd have to burn it. Talmud Loimer, B'yayim Zibchachem Yeochel, Umi Maharas. That on the day that I bring it, I can eat it. And the next day, ad right? And we're going to learn from the fact that the Pasuk says, ad That it's only eaten, that when we talk about the second day, you can eat it for two days. The second day, it's only eaten during the daytime. But, it's, so it's, it's strange, right? So a carbon taida, you would eat day and then the night, right night before you burned it. And we basically have this gap when it comes to Karman Shlamim where you could eat it the second day and it doesn't get burned until the third day, but that night in between the second day and the third day, you couldn't eat it. Yachol Yisarf Miyad. Okay, so it, instead of having a gap, let's say that if it's only eaten for two days, so I eat it Sunday, Sunday night, Monday, and then Monday night I go ahead and burn it at nighttime. Vidinhu Zvachim Nechaom Liyayim Velayla Echad that we said that zvachim, which is the carbon taida, is eaten for yom v'laylo echad, v'shalom nechal and l'shnei yom v'laylo echad, that it's, only, it's eaten two days, but only one night. Malahalon, right? And this is why we're going to think that you burn it right away. Malahalon by carbon taida. What do we say? Sunday I eat, Sunday night I eat. Right after I'm done eating, burn it Monday morning. Take a malahalon, take of lachilo sreifa. I burn it right after I'm done eating. Apkan, so too when it comes to shlom, take of lachilo sreifa. I should burn it immediately since I'm no longer allowed to eat it on Monday night. So as soon as Monday, the day ends, I should immediately go ahead and burn it. Talmud Lomar, the Pasuk says, that whatever is left, 
that you you have to wait till yom hashlishi. You have to wait until the third day. Be yom atasarif, yatasarifa Okay, so that is very deep in the woods here in regards to um, the the contrast between carbon toyed and carbon shaman. But what do we see? Midika amar from the fact that we said yihen nechal orlishlishi. Right? Or it should be eaten, right? The Havamina was that you should eat it or Lishlishi. Alma or or Shmamina. So again, we have our fourth raya here that R has to be night here because we contrast that with day. Has to mean that R is night. And here comes the fifth one, Tashima. Or shall Yomakipurim. Or Yomakipurim, which is gonna have to be, we'll see in a second, the night of Yom Kippur, Marif. Mispal Sheva Musvada, you daven seven brachos of Shmanasri, and you do vidui like we do. Shachris, Mispal Sheva Musvada. In the morning, when you daven shachris, right? That's you daven the seven brachos and you say vidui. The musaf mispal sheva umisvada. By musaf you also daven seven and you make vidui. The mincha mispal sheva umisvada. You daven all seven brachos and vidui. But arvis, when it comes to marif matzayim kippur mispal mei'en shmeina aser, that you can daven mei'en shmeina aser, which means havinenu. All right, that is a a consolidated. We have some brachos, a consolidated. Um, Shmanesri, right? I can take all the brachas of Shmanesri, so I have my first three and my last three, and then I take the ones in the middle and I turn them all into one bracha where it mentions one uh, line of each bracha. Huh? Havinenu, yeah. Okay, that's me'in Shmanesri, is Havinenu. Rebbe Chanina ben Gamliel, Oimer, Mishum Avoisav, that Matzah Yom Kippur, I can't, Mispal Shmanesri, Shleimais, that since I need to do Havdalah and Chanan Adas, so I need a real full bracha of Chanan Adas. Once I need a full bracha of Chanan Adas, I need to have a regular Shman Esrei. I can't daven this Havinenu, this uh, fast one. Sorry, it doesn't exist anymore. We, we don't do Havinenu anymore. So I know some people in the, when we were learning the brachas wanted to bring it back in the shir. We had a, we had a need in it, they wanted to bring it back. Okay. Alma, but what do we see? We see clearly from the fact that we contrasted Shachris of Yom Kippur with Or, right? So, or, or to who? Shmamina. Okay? That is our fifth indisputable raya. That or means night. Tashima, ditani, okay, now, and here's the final one. Tashima, ditani, debe shmuel, lele arba asar chametz. When do we search for chametz? The night of. Lele arba asar. Laura haner, alma, or, or to who? So, if we have a bryce that says, lele arba asar chametz, and we have our Mishnah, which says, There's only one time that's a B'dikas Chametz. And so it must be that R is night. Okay? So, Ella, Bein Rav Huna, Ubein Rav Yehuda. So, Ella Mayan must be, Bein Rav Huna, Bein Rav Yehuda, Dekuliyama, or Urtuhu, Veloy Pligi. Okay? They're not arguing at all. Mar Kiyasre, or Mar Kiyasre, they used a, a language that referred to night. Really, they were both meant night. They called night nigi. Maybe lived in uh, Baltimore City. You're not taping this. I am. Yeah. So I can get vilified later. No, I, I don't know. I don't know what you heard. I said something different. Okay. They referred to night, darkness, they referred to the nighttime as lele. Okay. So they really, but really, both means the same thing. Ah, so the Gemara wants to understand. Vitanid didan my time of like tani lele. Okay, so it's very nice. So we have a price that clearly said lele. So why didn't we say lele here? So the Gemara answers lishna ma'alya hudinakat that it uses a nicer lashon. That R is a nicer lashon, right? We'd rather refer to brightness than than we would use as opposed to saying lele is darkness, right? It's 
dark forces. It's just a nicer lushan to use R. Okay? And uh, the Mepharshim discuss, well, if, if that's true, then why in the Bryce do we use Lele? So there's a couple different answers that some are saying that either because we wanted to start a Masechta with R, it's really it's Lila, but we want that when we're starting something new, we want to go into it with, a, with an R, right? We don't want to go into it with a Lele, but really Lele is, is the real uh, Lashon. And others say um, that it's a referring, the Mishnah Brewer actually brings this down, I think it's a Shittas Ran, that it's coming to tell us that this is Halacha, that when we go ahead and do B'dikas Chametz, the mitzvah is really, yes, it's nighttime, but it's when there's still a little bit of daytime. It's just, when's, when's the mitzvah to do B'dikas Chametz? Just before it's Yisachar Chavim. So we want to use R to teach us exactly when the exact time is of, of doing B'dikas Chametz. But anyway, so why do we use a Lashon of, so again, we have two Lashonas. The Bryce uses a Lashon of Lele, which is not as nice. The Mishnah, which is, which is R, which is nicer Lashon. So we say, Lishna ma'al yehudalaka dinaka, that we wanted to use a nicer Lashon, ben Levi, Dhamma, Rabbishuah ben Levi, Lo'olam al yeitzei adam davar megunam a person should not say, um, you know, the, uh, things that are beneath his dignity, right? Davar megunam is like disgusting words, right? Shaharei, akam akasav, that we, we don't want to use, we'd rather use nicer language than not as nice language. Why? Shaharei, akam akasav shmeina isiyos, because the Torah went out of its way to write an extra eight ICS, the Torah didn't want to write or be mighty write Dabar Maguna. Why? Shanemar, as it says, where do we see this? It says when it talks about behemas that you're allowed to eat or not allowed to eat, mina behema ha It says from the behemas that are tahar. And then it says, umina behema. It doesn't say, umina behema hatemea. It could have just said, umina behema hatemea. Five letters, hatemea. Instead, you know what it said? It didn't want to say Tame, because Tame is not a nice word. So we wanted to say Asher Einenu Tahira. Well, we said 13 letters instead of five letters. So the Torah, which values word Darshan, every single letter in the Torah, wrote an extra eight letters so as not to say something that's considered Dabba Magun. See, many times the Torah should have done that when it says Tame So we're good. The Gemara is going to get, get, go through this. It's not going to be until Ahmed Bey's where the Gemara asks her a question. Okay, because we're going to say it's not true. It says Tame. But let's, first we're going to go through and we're going to explain that in certain, certain times, yes, not every single time do we do it. But there are certain times where, we, there are certain times where it, it was done to make this statement, to make this example. doesn't mean that every single time, and we'll see why. We'll see what the qualifications are. Rav Papa Amar, he says, no, it's not only eight extra letters that Torah wrote, but Tesha, nine extra letters. Shnemar, as the Pasuk says, Ki ish, Ki ish, Instead of it saying, Tame Mikre Lila, that a person was Mitzi Zera at night, that is Tame Mikre Lila, what does it say? Ki Ish, Asher Tahar Mikre Lila. If you count it, right, Asher Tahar, it could have just said Ki Ish Tame Mikre Lila. Asher Tahar is using 12 letters instead of Tame, which is only three letters, so that's an extra nine. Ravina Amari says, no, it's, it's actually 10. If you count it, you'll see. Um, uh, the first man number holds, why? The first man number holds Tahar is without Devav, even though it's written in the Gemara with Devav. And the second one who says it's 10 extra letters, Rabbi Narmar, Eser Vav, the Tahar, because he's going to say Vav, the Tahar was written a uh, Malay with a Vav. Okay, but either way, so the Torah so far we see had eight, eight letters extra to, to go to, to um, modify so that it would talk Belosh and Nikia. Eight letters, nine letters, or ten letters. Ravacha, Rayakov Omar, that he'll say, no, there's one, there's, I have an example of where the Torah wrote an extra 16 letters. Shenemar, again, because the Pasuk says in Shmuel Amach, in Shmuel Aleph, Kiyamar Mikrehu, okay, it should have just said Kiyamar Mikra, 
mikre tamehu, that it was, it was an occurrence, right? It was a mitzi zera of tameh, right? It was tumah, but rather, what did the Torah say? Ki amar mikre hu, bilti tahar hu, ki tahar. Okay, so if you contrast, that is um, 16, uh, I'm sorry, 19 letters instead of, it could have just said ki amar mikre tameh, three letters of tameh, so that's an extra 16. Why not mod this Right, and the Gemara is going to discuss this in a second, right? Tanya, because we're going to see similarly, I think we're trying to show examples that, that it wasn't just the Torah, but there's examples that we also try to use Lush and Nikiah when it comes to the Navi as well. So it's just, we're showing that even the Navi they wanted, and we're going to bring a couple more examples over here. Tanya, Dvei that Dvei Shmal learns, La'olam Yisaper Adam B'Lush and Nikiah. A person should use proper language, you should use clean language. Shaharei B'Zav, because when it came to a Zav, Karu Merkav. So there's uh, one of the things, so if you have a zav or a zava, right, a woman that has uh, um, blood comes out. So if it's, if it's not, let's say for a woman, manida, or for a man, it's Sheikh Bezerra comes out. So a man or a woman could become a zav. Now, the din is that if they, they sit on something, okay, they sit on something, so that becomes an avatoma, what they sit on. Now, what they, it, it has to be something that's sittable, okay, not everything, so a chair, a mattress, sittable. Not everything, if they go ahead and sit on a, a kli, right, kitchen utensil, that doesn't count because it's not sitable. So the Gemara, the, the Pasuk, when it wanted to use a Lashon of what this is called Tame Medras, so it used for Zav, it said what they Merkav, what a, a man rides on. Uvi'isha karu Moshev. We said sitable. For a man, when we wanted to say sitable, we used the Lashon of riding, right? Because a man, how does a man ride, let's say in those days, ride on a horse? Like, I don't know, everybody would ride on a horse now, right? If you put your legs over the side of the animal. The women would ride side saddle, right? Because it wasn't as proper. So the, the Gemara did not want to refer to a Lushan of riding when it came to women, even though the Tuma of Moishav and Merkav are the exact same thing. There's no difference. Uh, riding equipment is sitable and a chair is sitable. Yet, when it came to a woman, we didn't want to use a Lushan alluding to, uh, so we should envision a woman riding because it wasn't considered... Uh, proper. Therefore, so So we see the Torah went ahead, this is the baby of Shmuel's Raya, the Torah went ahead and was careful to, to call it Moshev um, by a woman, even though it's the same din as what Merkav is to a man. And we have another example of this. The Pasuk says, Okay, it says, and this is in Nach, it says you should choose Lashon Arumim means the Lashon of Chachamim. Arumim means wise, wise person. Anachash haya Arum. Right? It means wise. The Oimer. And another Pasuk. Okay, we see also in Nach. Vidas Sifasai Barer Billa. Use pure. Barer means pure. Use pure words. So we see that, that the Pasuk, these Pasuk are coming to say that we are Machbet to use pure words. Again, why are we tying this back here? That's why we used Ur La'arba Asar instead of saying Lale for night. So, my Oimer. Why do I need these two sets of Pasukim? Why do I need in the Torah, and this is what you were referring to before, that in the Torah, the Torah was makbid to you, so that's why I brought the example of Zav and Zav, Moshev versus Merkav, right? When it comes to Rabbanon, meaning in the words of Nach, we weren't as machmer. I maybe you'll say that's Fatif Kharlashan Arumim use the words of the use the words of of the Chachamim. Maybe you'll tell me, okay, so when it comes to words of the Torah, use nice language. When it comes to words of Chazal, 
use nice language, right? We're talking about Torah, we want to use nice language. However, maybe in business, when I have business, okay, so it's not so important. I'm not uh, dealing with the Dabr Shem Kedusha. Right? It's not necessary to be so careful. Okay, so we see that third Pasuk comes to tell us that this applies, this concept of using extra nice Lashonis should apply with the Raisa, and even in the workplace. Really? We just said that, where do we know from the Torah? That it doesn't, it doesn't refer, the Torah doesn't refer to a woman as riding. It says, We just had this. Okay, she got up when she was leaving, uh, when, when she was leaving um, to, to go marry Yitzchak, she got up with her Naraseha and she rode on camels. So we see that the Torah does refer to riding. So the Gemara answers, Yeah, normally we wouldn't refer to a woman riding on a horse as riding, because like we said, she doesn't sit with both legs over the horse, she sits side saddle. But when it comes to a gummel, there's no other option, right? A gummel is more scary, it's higher up or whatever, and therefore, even a woman would ride it in the normal way. So we're not, the Pusik's not going to lie, right? So when I could talk about with a woman riding on a horse, and it's not the normal riding. So I could use a different lush, and I could say she's sitting on the horse because she's not actually riding the way a man would. But when it comes to actually on a camel, where she actually is riding, so therefore we have to say that. Okay, that's, and that was specific on a, on a gummel, on a camel. V'hakseiv, frakti gamar, really? I have another example of where it says, V'atir kabna, v'yikach moishas ishtay v'esbonam, v'yarkiveim alachamar. Okay, Moshe came back from Yisra's house, and he goes back to Mitzrayim, and he took his wife and his children, and he put them on a chamar by Yarkivim. His wife was there too. So we see we, we use a lotion of... of uh, so what's the Gemara answer? Hasam Misham Banav Orchahu. Again, that's because the sons were there, so we used it for the whole lot of them, but really it, it was going on the Zacharim on the sons. Only by only by gummel would we use vatir kavna for a woman, but here we're asking. But a chamar, not you don't have the same issue, right? A gummel is off high. A chamar is much lower, not as scary. Vahoksev, and we have a, another question, right? Vihi reicheves chamar. This is Avigail when she was uh, um, she was going to appease David. She was going to, so so Avigail was again riding. Vihi reicheves. That's a woman. Alachamar. So the Gemara says ah. Because there she was also afraid. So she had to clutch, right? She had to hold on. She had to ride in that style. Why? Because she was afraid of one of three things. She was coming at night and therefore she was afraid at night. Okay, so therefore she, w- she would be, I guess, more afraid to fall off. So she wouldn't ride side saddle. Or or she was afraid of she wasn't afraid of nighttime, but rather she was going to see the Melech, right? So she had to... Uh, steady herself a little extra while she was approaching. She wasn't so afraid of David. She was going in a mountainous terrain and that she was afraid of. Either way, for one of these three things she was afraid and that's why she was riding uh, on the Hamar, not in the normal way when a woman would ride. And therefore the Pasuk, again, Hasid doesn't want to be untruthful and that's why we use the Lashon of riding. <coughs> so, Frakti Gemara, Didi's question. What are you talking about? You came to tell me, right, the seven, six, seven, eight, right? All those uh, uh, eight 
9, 10, and 16 times the Torah changes Lashon to not say Tomei. What are you talking about? But the Raisa says Tomei all the time. Ella, so you have to say, and Rashi points this out, the Hani Dila Il Ikum Lulametcha Shitzarach Lachsach Lashon Naki. That these that we brought are examples. But normally, now the Gemara is going to say, normally, those are examples. Normally, Ella Kolhecha Dechi Hadadi Ninhu. Right when they're the exact same size, right the same, same amount of letters, then mishtai belashen nikia. If we have a choice of using two different things, we should use the nicer lashen, right? However, if in order to use normally, with the, with the exception of these examples, Rashi says, normally, if it's the same amount of letters, use the nicer Lashon. If it's more letters, then you have to, you have to use Lashon Kitsara. You have to go with the shortest Lashon. So we see that there's an Indian, there's an Indian to always teach it in the shortest possible way. And there's also an Indian to teach it Lashon Nikiya. So when they're the same size, use Lashon Nikiya. But don't make it longer. Normally not. Like I said, the way Rashi explains is that the examples we brought on Amad Aleph, those were the exceptions to teach us this rule that we should go a little bit out of our way to use Lashon Nikiya. The whole Frakti Gemara, really. Now, there's a technical question on what we said by Abigail. Okay, what did we say? The Pasuk was on the first line in the Gemara. Vihi Recheves al Hachamar. Said Recheves. It could have said, Well, Recheves is five letters, and Yosheves is five letters. So I could have said Yosheves there. Yet we use the Lashon of Recheves. So the Gemara says, no, in that Pasuk, really, it is Chaser. Recheves Ksiv, it's without it. Yosheves could not, could not have been without it. Okay, uh, Rashi goes through a little bit on Arichas to explain, to explain that. Okay, but uh, Yosheves could not have been without it. And therefore, so uh, it wasn't equal. And like we just said, only when it's equal will we use the nicer Lashon. Okay, so now we're going to have a few stories. And off nicely, a few stories of people who didn't maybe, who had an option to use nicer Lashonis, but they didn't. There were two Talmidim sitting in front of Rav. This Gemara wears me out. Like a Dabar Acher refers to a pig, a Chazir, like an overworked pig. This Gemara is wearing me out. Okay, like an overworked Gidi, right? And that is a, that is a Tahar animal. And Rav, no longer, he said, he wrote off the first guy, I'm no longer talking to you. Because he could have used the nicer Lashon of Gedi, or he could have used the goat, and instead he used a pig, and therefore, uh, so we're highlighting this, that a person should always use the nicer Lashon. Hanu- no, he didn't have a problem with them like talking down about their learning, it was just the Lashon that they used. The Lashon that they used, to, right. Like we said, when all, all things considered, use the nicer Lashon. Don't go out of your way, necessarily, right, but all things considered, same amount of letters, use the nicer Lashon. There were either two Talmidim sitting in front of a hill, then it could be that one of them was a Rehechen and or the story happened in front of Rebbe, that it was Rehechen and not Rehechen and Menzakai, but it was Rehechen. But either way, one of these Talmidim said, Okay, now some of you may remember we had this in Shabbos early on, on some of the Yurches Dover. So we said that when a person... We might as well get some Tumatahara because we're going to have some of it next week. So we might as well get a little bit of intro over here. Okay, so when you have a liquid, right, in order for something to become tummy, let's say food to become tummy, if you put the food into a kli, that's tummy, 
the food, in order to become tame, has to be what's called machsher. It has to be activated for tum. The way that it can get activated is that once it's picked, okay, it comes into contact with a liquid. Except, right, so the liquid essentially works as an activator, activates it, and now if it touches uh, the, if the, if the fruit or, or the, the produce touches a cleat that's tame, then the food will become tame. But the type of liquid you could only use is liquid, the liquid that will activate is liquid that you want, right? If it's liquid that you have no interest in, then it won't work to activate. So now, the, ta- the Tana asks, When I go to pick grapes, Beitzer is a lesson of picking for grapes specifically. When I pick grapes, grapes I have to use a Tahar Keli. But I don't have to use um, uh, for picking. Maisikin is for picking Zaysim, for olives. I don't have to use a Tahar Keli for olives. Okay, now what we were saying was that I go ahead and I put my grapes. I put it into a basket or into a bucket, right? So the grapes, when, when all the grapes are in there, it'll, some of it, the grape juice will squeeze out. That's liquid that I want. It's grape juice. It's good grape juice. And therefore, since it's liquid that I would want, even though I didn't specifically want it there, so we say that that is machsherit. So if you pick in your grapes into a bucket that is tame, within the process itself, your grapes could become tame because grape juice will inevitably squeeze out. And now it, it activates the fruits for tame. They're sitting in a cleat that's tame. However, when it comes to olives... And we pointed out there, and Rashi points out here, that when it comes to olives, the stuff that comes out of an olive when you pick it is not good uh, olive oil, right? Right when you pick it, that's not good stuff. And since it's not good stuff, it won't be machsher the fruit. So therefore, we made a difference when you're picking grapes. Don't pick it into a tummy keli because it'll come to make your grapes tummy. When you're picking olives, no problem because this, the water, the liquid that will come out of the olives won't anyways activate the tummy. Okay, but what, what's the point here? Right, the, 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 the Talmud that was there said, that one guy said it nice, right? Use tar kalin, but I don't have to use a tar kalin. Right, so he used Lush and Tumah. He could have said the same thing, instead he used Tumah. Amar, and what did this, it was either uh, Hillel or Rebbe, what did he say? Muftachani Bazeh. Shemira Rabbi Yisrael. But the guy who used the nicer Lashon, we see the story's a little different. Maybe you can say that here, he, it would have required him to add extra, add extra words. And therefore, it wasn't that he got, quote, punished for not using it, but rather, he could, he could have said the nice extra words. And, and you know what, Hillel or Rebbe, whoever it was within the story, he said, ah, this guy, he's going to be a big, he's going to be a place of Kadar. He's going to be a place of Kadar. And it was not long, that this guy became a place of in other words, it was shorter and nicer. Uh, it, was lo- it, was, it, it, it was a little... Right, right. Well, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a nicer... It was a nice solution. Yeah, because he said um, it was shorter and nicer. Right. No, he said... No, no, it was a little longer. But, so he didn't have to. It was a little longer because... I'm, I'm just saying that. I, I don't necessarily know that that's true, but... Could be that it, it was a little longer, and therefore it wasn't that he got punished for not using the nice solution. He didn't really have to, but here he got rewarded that he became place of because he used the nice solution. Okay. Hanu Tlossi Kohani, there were three Kohanim. Chadamar. Okay, they were talking about, they were, uh, they were, they were complaining that they didn't get a, a nice amount of lechem upon him. Okay, they didn't get a nice amount of lechem. They wanted more bread. Chadamar. Okay, so I'm going to three kids getting cake. Chadamar Lahu. Higiani kapol. I got, you know, how much, you know how little I got? I got like a little bean. I get a little tiny bit. V'chad amar, higiani kezayis. He says, I only got a kezayis. V'chad amar, 
He says, you know how little I got? Higiani kizinov halita. I got like the, like the tail of a lizard. Okay, he used a not nice lashon. That's a, that's a, that's a tummy animal to reference how little he got. But Acharav, they, they searched after him. They looked into him. They said, ah, why is this guy using bad lashonness? Maybe he's not such a good guy. And the Matsu by Shemet's puzzle. They found that he was puzzle for Kuhuna. How could they do that? Once you have a Kayin, right, they already got vetted. They went through the vetting process and he made it. So we no longer, we don't, we don't start questioning them, right? Once it's, it's a lifetime appointment. Once he's a Kayin, right, it's done. We went through the vetting process. We don't care if there's a new election, right? It doesn't matter. So the Gemara says, Loi tema Shemet's puzzle. No, it wasn't a Shemet's puzzle. Ela ema Shechet's puzzle. That he displayed Gaiva. That he was, it was a kind that by using, um, uh, by, by being mevaz kadshe shamayim, he was displaying a certain gaiva, and then we would. So you're right, if we don't necessarily go look into background, but if a guy starts acting like a bal gaiva, we, we say, you know, you're out. That's it, finish. You can't, you can't serve in front of a kadosh baruch and be a bal gaiva. It doesn't work. Or, shani hasam di'iu da'aranashe. That normally we wouldn't reopen up the vetting process, but here because the guy went out of his way to use a lizard's tail, I mean that's you know. So okay, we had so then we had to reopen it back up. Normally for no other for if there was no cause to reopen the vet you know the vetting to see if he was good, we wouldn't do it. But here we did. Okay, another story. Hahu We're gonna see use another story where people's words can get them into trouble. There was a certain arama. He was a guy. He would eat from the current pesach in Yushalayim. He used to go, Amar, right? So he got back and he started boasting. Ksiv, the Pasuk says, Kol that a guy can't eat from the Karm Pesach. And it says, Kol an Aral can't eat from it. And I, I'm a guy, I ate from the best part of the Karm Pesach. And he was boasting. heard about this. He said, Really? Did they give you from the tail? Do they, you think you got the best part? Did you eat the tail? He said, no, I didn't eat the tail. I'm a lay No, I didn't. So Rabbi Yudah told him, Ah, kislakis lahasam, emolahu, safi lima'alya. Go back and say they gypped you. You're paying good money. You want the tail. Kisalak, he went back up to next, ready, went for the next uh, Pesach. Amalahu ma'alya safuli. So they say, he said, okay, I gave you money. I want the tail part. You know what they said to him? Amrulay, what do you mean? Alya, Lagavaya. Salko. Salko, right? That the tail goes to, that's Kachim. We don't, people don't eat that. That goes to Kaddish Baruchu. So Amrulay, man Amrulahachi. They said, well, why would you ask for the tail? Who told you to ask for this? So he said, Amrulay, Rabbi Hudam and Beseir. Rabbi Hudam told me that I should ask for the tail. Amru, Amru, they said, my high, the Kamon. Okay, who, 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 what's going on over here? Why did this guy come up here? What, what message was Rabbi Yehudim and Beseir trying to send us? Barku Basrei, they looked at, they searched after him. Vashkechu Daremahu, they found out that he was a guy. They cut Luhu and they killed him. Oh, in other words, the people that gave him didn't realize he was a guy. The, they originally didn't realize he was a guy. Yeah. So the question is, how could they kill him? Right? How could they kill him here? Nachasana brings down that he stole, even though he might have paid his way into the Chabura. He stole from a kachim. That the only right we have to eat carbon pesach, even though we eat it, is really it belongs to Kadosh Baruch. Kadosh Baruch told us to eat it, so you stole. And stealing is one of the shevet mitzvahs b'nei nayach. So even though it was a guy, and one of the shevet if a guy is over on shevet mitzvahs b'nei nayach, then you, he, he, he's chayiv misa. Shalom l'chav rebuyudim ben beseira. Shalom l'chav rebuyudim ben beseira. And uh, they sent rebuyudim ben beseira the following message: 
that Shalom, right? Like Shalom, Shalom that is, they were, they were heaping praise from Yehuda and Misera, da'at ben even though you're living in Nitzivin, that he was an oil of Regal, right? You didn't come up here, and Tesis addresses why he was an oil of Regal, he didn't own land, or he was old. So Tesis addresses why he wasn't, Rabbi Yudah himself wasn't oil of Regal, but the point was that he, even from all the way back at home, he was able to have an impact. Rab Kahana, so we have a couple more stories here quickly. Rab Kahana Chalash, Rab Kahana was sick. Shadru Rabbanon Rabbi Shua Bered Rabbi Eidi. They sent Rabbi Shua Bered Rabbi Eidi to check on Rabbi Kahana, to status, to see how he was doing. Amrulei Zilbadik Maidine. Go see how Rabbi Kahana is doing. Also, Ashkacha. So he found, uh, Rabbi Shua Bered found that uh, Rabbi Kahana Denachnafshe had passed away. Karl Vushe, he tore Kriya, the Hadri, the Kriyasa. However, he put the Kriya back. And he didn't want, when he came back home, that the Chum should see that his, uh, they should see that he tore Kriya, it would be a shock to them. He wanted to ease them into it. So, Ubachi Ba'asi, he started crying, he came to the Rabbanon, right? Amrulei Nachnafshe, right? So they eased into it, they put two and two together, they said, ah, well, you're crying, must be something sad happened. He died. Amrulohu, you know, you know what this Talmud said? Amrulohu, no, like Hamina. I don't want to say the words, right? We're talking about here being very careful with your words. I don't even want to say the words that he passed away. So he just started crying. He said, I'm not telling you. Figure it out on your own. Similar type of story. Um, <clears throat> because a person who uses bad lashon, who, who, who is the bearer of bad news, he's a fool. Now, right, that was to finish off the last story. Went to the villages. Right, He went out to the farming community. Kiasa. When he came back home, Amrulay, they said to him, Chitin Nasi No. How the, how, how the, how's, how's the crop doing? So Amr Lahem, you know what he responded? I guess the Chitin weren't doing so well, but he didn't want to say that they're not doing well. He said, Sa'irin Nasi Yafas, ah, the barley's good. Now barley was for the animals to eat. That's animal fodder. So Amrulay, say a bustle, Susan Machamayrim. What are you telling me about the barley? Go tell the animals. I don't care. What, I didn't ask you. I asked you what the Chitin were like. How's the food doing? As the Pasuk says, right? So that we see that the barley and Teven is for Susim and Rechesh. And uh, I was asking about the Chitim, right? So the Gemara wants to know what should he have said? My Havel of the Mirror, what should Yechanan Chakal have said? Because why were these people driving him crazy? He was trying to use nice Lashon. The answer is, is that he could have said something else. No, did you have a good year in business? Last year I had a good year. Then we understand, right? Last year the crop was good. Or he could have said that the, the beans, the lentils, which is Michael um, Adam, he could have said it that way. You like the stories? You like the stories better than the Dham of Tameh and Tahar? I'm not going to lie. Stories are nice. Okay, so, as a uh, review. Okay, so first we brought uh, additional riots. We brought from the case of Dam Tahar and Dam Tame for the Karbanas. Uh, we, uh, that R is going to be considered night. That was our third riot. We had two yesterday that we, that we did not slug up. Then we, we talked about the Shlamim. Right, that we said, Shlamim Nechalim La'ar, there was a Havamin, I think it should be eaten, or Gimel. And we said that no, it uh, gets burned in the morning. So again, that was another Raya that Ar is Laila. Then we learned from Yom Kippur that Ar is Laila. Okay. And then finally, we said, 
Okay, so we said either way, that was four rayas we had today. All of them pointed to the fact that R meant night. So we said either way, really, there's no machlekes between Rav Huna and Rav Yehuda. They both hold it's night. But rather, um, but rather, there's a question of what language they would use in their own place. Okay, and then we asked, if so, so why, why did we use Lila over there? Why did we use R over here? Right? Why did, so we said, because we wanted to use a nice Lashon, like Rishul ben Levi, that the Pasuk went out of its way to say Hashem. And then with Tahira, right, we had, it used 13 letters instead of five, like with Papa Ravina, that we had an extra nine, or an extra 10, or an extra 16, okay? And we learned from these that you have to go, you have to be Lachzer, Achar, Lashon, Nikia, okay? And we qualified this later on, that's saying that that's, this, these were examples, but normally it's only if it's the same amount of letters. If we take more letters, then we want to go Belash and Kitsara. Right? And then Tanadari Bishmal taught us, he brought down Psukim to say that there's three, essentially we learned that not only is it Bidaraisa, right, Mishkav, Meshav, right, that we, for a woman, we didn't want to use the Lushan of riding, we used the Lushan of Mishkav where it was possible. We asked, what about, uh, you know, Rivka? We said, well, there was a camel. We asked, what about Meshav? We said, well, there was with the, with the sons. And we asked, what about Abigail? And we said, uh, she was afraid of one of three things. Either way, right, we, uh, either way, well, what did we say? We said that, um, Bidaraisa, there was an example at the time that Rishma brought up Bidaraisa that when it comes to the Torah using a Lashon Nikia, we had a further example with Rabbanon, right? It said about Tifcha Belashon Arum, when we talk about the Lashon Chachamim, that we should use nice, uh, nice, that we should use nice language, or the Chachamim use nice language, and also the Mili Da'alma, right? That uh, even in business or when we go about our, our business, we should use nice language. Um, then we had the story of the two Talmudim in front of the Rav, right? One said, uh, one said, um, uh, he said, one, uh, the, the, the Gemara wears me out like a Dabrach, like a pig. Okay, and then we talked about the two Tamidim in front of Hillel, right, that he said, Moiskin um, Betahara, um, that he used an extra, went out of his way, and he became a Gadol Adar. We had the three Kohanim, right, that they, they, they searched after one of them who didn't use a nice Lashon, and it turned out he had Apostle. And because of Lashon, we, we, we got into a story of, of the person's Lashon getting into trouble. We saw the Aramaa, right, the guy eating the carbon Pesach, and then we also saw further examples of he didn't want to tell, or Yeshua didn't want to tell that Rav Kahana died, right, he came back, he, he, didn't, he refused to say anything, he was just crying, he said he didn't want to say anything, and then the story is from Yerchan and Chakuka, that he did not want to report that there was a bad year for the crops.